Hello student affairs professionals and welcome to the first installment of What the Hell in Higher Ed. The purpose of this podcast is to provide an accessible way of learning and engaging in real-world issues we all encounter in the housing profession from current housing professionals. This podcast stems from the Health and Wellness Committee in the Glacuho region, and it's currently housed in the Glacuho region. But if you're tuning in from another region, welcome. Super excited that you're here. And now it's time for me to introduce myself. So I'm Leah Berger. I use pronouns she, her, hers. I currently serve at Marion University in Indianapolis, Indiana as an area coordinator. And I'm about to finish my first full year in the profession. So I want to give a shout out to my friend Amber Schneider. She currently works at the University of Idaho and her and I were graduate school cohort members. So um, her and I built this podcast, wow, almost a year now um, for a project. And we called it What the Hell and I Read. And our episode was centered around mental health and student leaders. Um, I really wanted to keep working on a podcast and it's something that I've always wanted to do and I'm super excited to be able to bring this to fruition in the health and wellness committee. So thank you Amber for starting this idea in the first place and I hope that I can do it justice. So we're super excited for this podcast. We're going to be sharing different tips and tricks from the health and wellness committee in relation to mental and spiritual wellness. To give you a breakdown of what the year is going to look like, we're going to be focusing on the theme of self-care and mindfulness. Okay, so self-care, mindfulness, wonderful buzzwords. We talk about it a lot in higher ed now. I think it's something that's come about more frequently in the past several years, and I think we need to condense it a little bit. We need to make it more accessible. We need to make it simple. Sean Brown, he is a residence life coordinator at Michigan Technological University and also serves on the Health and Wellness Committee, talked about in his blog post on the Glacuho website about mindfulness needs to be something that's simple and something that in a way can be a little bit easier. So we're going to talk about a variety of topics throughout the year. We're going to be talking about appreciation in the workplace. We're going to be talking about couch to 5K planning, about a self-care plan and how we even use a self-care plan and so much more. So that's a brief overview. We're not going to go super in-depth in this podcast, but we will be going a lot more in-depth in the future. But what I wanted to share for this podcast specifically in this episode was just a little bit of a tip about personal time and self-care. So one thing that I learned a couple years ago is that I like to have calendars and planners. I think we all like to use calendars and planners. We have planners for our planners. We have reminders for our reminders. And we have sticky notes to remind us to make another sticky note about something else that probably was once on a sticky note at some point. Um, But we use those all the time. We have these different methods of keeping us engaged in our work in school to keep us on task. And my calendar in grad school and even now was my lifeline. It's continued to play a vital role in how I manage pretty much anything work-related and when I was still getting my master's, school-related. However, even though I was relentless with my calendars and my sticky note pile with relation to work, I did realize something was missing from all those reminders and calendars. And I did not realize it until I was kind of put in my place from my supervisor at the time about self-care and my personal life and what was I doing to take care of myself. I remember he asked me, okay, do you use your calendar for school? Obviously the answer was yes. And then he asked me, do you use your calendar for work? Well, of course, I have a lot of meetings. I 
need to figure out some way to keep myself on task. Of course, I use it for work. But he asked me if I was scheduling in my personal time into all my calendars and planners. And then there was an awkward silence because I realized I wasn't. I was so relentless with work, with school, with everything that I absolutely had to be at. But for some reason, my runs on any given day weren't scheduled in. My time to take a breather wasn't scheduled in. My time to um, take a walk, to to do things that were good for myself. I, I wasn't writing that stuff down anywhere. I was just assuming that I was going to get it done when I had the time. And that's a thing that really kind of hit me over the head and I had to learn pretty fast in grad school was if I accept, if I expected myself to be successful at all in my work, I had to make my well-being just as much of a priority as my nine to five job, but we're in housing. So we all know it's not nine to five, right? <laughs> so I knew that I needed to schedule that in, but I didn't really know exactly what that looked like and it wasn't until my supervisor brought it up that I realized wow if I don't schedule this in I am never going to get it done why would I expect myself to get this done if I don't treat it like a priority if I don't treat it like my work and school and I was wondering why I felt like I was drowning constantly in my first year of grad school and it was pretty clear I wasn't making general personal wellness a priority. And I'm not talking just about brushing your teeth or um, making yourself a cup of coffee in the morning. I'm talking about those weekly yoga sessions. You should have those in your calendar. Those weekly runs, you should have in this calendar. Maybe just a five-minute stretch in the morning. Maybe a five-minute music break. Things that keep you going. Things that feed your soul, quite literally. Um... Why, why wouldn't I schedule those in? Why wasn't I scheduling them in? I mean, to be completely honest, I had never even thought about scheduling them in until my supervisor at the time mentioned it. When I started scheduling in my personal time, my self-care, and putting it to private, of course, on my calendar, I noticed a change pretty drastically. I was starting to treat myself as a priority, not just the work. I was starting to treat myself as someone who was worth having this personal time, who was worth having self-care time. And once I started doing that, the whole idea of self-care just changed for me. It no longer became this cliche topic. It no longer became a buzz phrase. It became a lifestyle. And I think that's the main point of this year. We want you to understand that self-care isn't a hobby. Self-care isn't just something that you do every now and then. Self-care is a lifestyle. It's part of who you are and you need it to thrive more than just survive. You need it to thrive. So I've realized that if I don't schedule something in that I really want to happen, I'm probably not going to make it happen. And that includes self-care. So in conclusion, I want you all to get excited for this next month as we dive deeper into the wonderful world of mindfulness and as we dive into this year about the world of self-care and what that means for us. And I think that if you find yourself feeling a little bit scatterbrained, feeling a little bit crazy about work, school, whatever it is that you're doing in addition to your housing profession, think about whether or not you've scheduled in your personal time. And if you haven't, maybe you should put in a 30-minute slot there to, I don't know, eat your lunch. Because sometimes we forget to do that. I don't know how I could forget to do that because food is my life. But anyway, bottom line is, try that for this week. Try that for the next month. Whatever it is, schedule in your personal time. 
and see how it works out. We'll see you next time.